When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Jack and Payne. Flash Lithgow, of course, is with us. And, boys, I have actually delved into my little phone book here and got us a guest for this week. And this guest is, well, he's a big, big name in the AFL world. You would not find a bigger name at the moment in the AFL world. And that is, of course, the 2021 Norm Smith medalist, Melbourne superstar, premiership star, Christian Petrarca. Christian, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. First things first, mate. How have the last couple of weeks been? It's uh, obviously been an amazing journey for the Melbourne Football Club and yourself, 2021, and finished off with the premiership. But how have you been enjoying the fact that you now have that premiership medallion around your neck? Uh, oh, mate, the last, the first week after that was pretty full on. <laughs> I didn't get much sleep and a uh, fair few beers are going through. But uh, no, you wouldn't want it any other way. It's, uh, it's an exciting uh, time, I think. It's a bit more of a release when you first sort of siren goes, just the pure joy and excitement. Um, and then a release sort of sets in and... It's not until I got back home last week, Thursday, when it um, yeah, officially sunk in that uh, we're premiers, but to come back to Melbourne in lockdown is not great. <laughs> no, it's not, mate. And you've obviously celebrated hard the last few weeks, but we've heard that you've already been back in at the club the last Surely few days. Not. Is that true? Surely not, no, Christian. Uh, it's added a bit of mayor. I'm just doing like mobility and some little bit of gym. <laughs> right. Not much. Not mate, much at can all. Can you do that at home? <laughs> <laughs> well, the cameras oh, yeah, aren't at home painting. The cameras aren't at home. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he just wants to get out of the house with the lockdown. I've been walking the tan every nine a.m. every morning nine a.m. So, uh, no, nah, I'm really joking. Christian, when when you see yeah you look at your bio and your stats and and it's been an amazing career so far, but now the fact you see premiership player, uh, you will, that will be forever next to your name and Norm Smith medalist. How do you feel? Is it is does it just the one thing that you've been playing for? Oh, ever since I've got to the club, Melbourne's been starved of success for a long, long time, and um, our fans have been impatient and frustrated. And Jackie would have gone through a similar thing with Richmond as well. It's uh, you know you just want to do it. You just want to win it, especially for the for the boys. Like you know we've gone through so much the last seven years and you know the last twenty years. So. Um, you know, putting a medal around my, my neck um, was just a bit of disbelief, to be honest, to finally think that we've actually done it um, for our fans and for ourselves. I mean, we've worked so hard and, um, you know, the culture we've sort of we've sort of built over the last two years has um, led to this, this moment. And, um, and then the Norm Smith situation, I just... It actually hasn't sunk in, to be honest. It's such a prestigious award. And, um, yeah, when my name got called out, it's... Um, I've said it a few times. I grew up calling a supporter and Pendlebury is my favourite player and he, his name being uh, when he was a Norm Smith in 2010 and um, to have my name called out in 2021. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't really know what to put into words, to be honest. I think it'll hit me soon, but it, it actually, that award especially hasn't hit me yet. 
Christian, can we touch on your last couple of years, having watched your journey, you had your early knee injury, etc., and then something happened in 2020, and not only, I think, did you take your footy to another level, I think you almost took it to a couple of levels. Was there a moment early last year, and clearly you've, you've backed that up with an even better year this year, where you thought, you know, I've got this, or uh, your level of your headspace as you walked on the footy field was... You know, I'm a good player here and I can dominate. Was there a particular time? Um, I've always had confidence in my ability and um, the way I can play. And, the, you know, the talent's always been there. It's just probably marrying that up with understanding the professionalism and understanding what's required for me to become a great player. And, um, yeah, I've always had confidence in myself ever since I first started playing footy. And um, But I think it comes a time with a lot of players that um, the maturity starts to set in and, and the penny starts to drop and... Um, I think uh, you know I got some, I got I think I was 24 last year and um, it's an age where you know sort of boys become a little bit of men and you start to realise what you want to play footy for and your purpose and why and um, I was just just you know super grateful to off field um, to become better as a person and and I think the off field balance um, has really helped me on the field I I see footy a bit differently I I love it a lot more I probably went through a phase where I was trying to be that cool guy that didn't really like footy and, you know, I've got bigger things to worry about, but um, I absolutely love it and I love being a part of the Melbourne Footy Club and, um, you know, they've helped me develop as a person more off the field than on the field and um, that's only helped me as a player um, on the field. Do you, do you think that's a good reflection on the whole group, Christian? Because you have got a very uh, young list there. Um, has, has that been the, the growth in your club that they've actually, rather than just playing for getting a game and playing to for themselves, not themselves, but just actually looking at your own journey, the guys have been able to look outside of themselves and, and combine to that one sort of goal and it's led you to, to the success that you've had this year? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, not just myself, but there's been so many guys who have matured and um, I think you touched on in the box on 360 um, a few weeks ago that you know, players, you start off your career by wanting to play one game and 10 and 100 and sort of get to that age where you go, okay, this is more than just what I want as individual accolades and what I want to achieve. This is about the team and how can, what can I do for the team? And we made a strong approach over the off-season and the pre-season to, you know, what can you sacrifice in your team and your role to help the team um, play better? And um, there's been so many cases like that. I mean, Clayton Oliver's one, for example, that... Um, you know, has given so much to the team and, and how much, when you give, when you give, how much you get back. Um, and that's probably been, you know, uh, something I struggled with at the start of my career. I reckon, oh, you know, I want to have, I had so much expectation coming in. I want to do this, this and this. But I think the, you know, less is more. The less you sort of try to force situation and try to over-try, the actual, the more you actually get back um, in a situation. So, yeah, I think the maturity of the group has been unbelievable the last two to three years. Um and now myself and Jake Lever and the guys are an age where we're 25, 26 next year where we can help the young guys who are, you know, 21, 22, like Cosby Pickett and Luke Jackson, help them become leaders earlier and much quicker than what we did. Yeah, Christian, who, who's been pivotal in the footy club in that change in mindset, both for you individually and, and your group? Has it been um, Simon Goodwin? Has it been, there's been a lot of talk about the impact that Mark Williams has had on the club or has it come from within the playing group? A bit of both. Um, Goody, you know, from a personal point of view, has been unbelievable for me. He's, um, I was pretty pissed off last year when he copped all the criticism he just, um, uh, all the criticism he got, you know, saying he should be dropped and uh, should be sacked and that, which I thought was a bit 
a bit ridiculous, to be honest. Um, he, we all absolutely love him internally, um, and it proves now what, what a coach he is and a man he is off the field. Um, so he's always backed me in. Um, but as well, I think internally as well, like, you know, the players as well. Gorney's been unbelievable for us. Um, Jack Viney as well is someone that sets really, really high standards. And then also Choco Williams has been... He's a different cat, but he's... Uh, he's <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> he, <laughs> his philosophies and what he brings is... Uh, I think for a young group, is kind of good. I mean, he means so well and he wants just yeah. the boys to be good. And, um, you know, I think, you know, two or three years ago, if someone like that came into our club and he'd be abusing us, we wouldn't understand that he's just doing us, you know, he's, he's just caring us. But now we see it from a point of view that he loves us. And he actually... He caring when he abuses you. It's coming from I hope that's not read well. Yeah, wrong, wrong. Uh, no, no, it is. He's a very, very good man, Choco, and you know, wears his heart yeah. on his sleeve. Well, Christian, we've got you on a Tasmanian network because you have got a great connection to a young Tasmanian boy named Lucas Peters. You have an amazing relationship with him. Can you tell us how this relationship started and how the bond has developed over the years? Yeah, so my, my first year, um, I did my ACL and I was in rehab for 12 months. And probably three months in where I was sort of in that period where I was sort of getting back into running, but I wasn't. And, you know, long-term rehab is it's an absolute prick of a thing. It's, it's very frustrating, um, very isolated. And here comes his kid in a wheelchair and, um, you know, his dad's pushing him. And um, it just it just sort of gave me a bit of perspective, to be honest, like realising I'm frustrated in what I'm doing and he's a eight-year-old, seven, a nine-year-old kid that, that can't walk and can't move and um, his dad has to do everything for him. And, um, so for me, it gave me a lot of perspective in my life um, and actually helped me through rehab a lot. And it was funny, he actually didn't, um, wasn't there for me. He was actually his favourite player was Hogan, Jesse Hogan. Um, Hogan's a bit of an introvert. Yeah, Hogan's a bit of an introvert. So uh, I don't think he, he gave too much time. <laughs> in, and that's, uh, Hogan's such a great fella, but he's just, He's not one to be like that. And um, I just sort of went up to him and just said hello and um, just thought, uh, I mean, gosh, it's padding. It's not the greatest ground, first of all, to be training at and to, to be watching. So I thought I could show him around the change rooms and show him around the boys and um, have lunch with him. And um, and then, yeah, ever since then, we've sort of created a relationship. His dad, Michael, is an absolute ripper. We, we text all the time. And, um, you know, his wife, Kyle, is awesome. And um, I try and do as much as I can for him. My first game the year after, I, I flew him and his um, dad up to Lucas and his dad, Michael, to my first game. Um, and I think for me, it might not mean, you know, it might not mean a big thing to me, but for them, it's, you know, it means everything to them. And um, the more I can put a smile on his face, the, uh, the happier he will be. And, um, you know, I love doing those acts of, of kindness. Yeah, absolutely. Now as well, uh, Christian, there's a fundraiser that Craig Davis is doing for young Lucas down here, if borders permit, that uh, you'll be involved in, mate. Can you talk us through that? Yeah, hopefully um, the borders open, I'll be able to get down. So he's walking, uh, pushing up Lucas up the, uh, the point to Pinnacle. Good luck. Uh, well, it's a long way. <laughs> <laughs> he's already raised that, 21 Ks uphill? 21 Ks uphill, yeah. 21 Ks with a wheelchair, so... Um, yeah, he's already raised 66000 um uh, for muscular dystrophy and, um, you know, with the support, they want to reach around hundred grand. So um, the, the key projects goes towards um, hydrotherapy pools uh, for, for people living with muscular dystrophy from their home, in their own homes. And, um, you know, each pool costs around 25000 So, which is not covered um, by governments. And uh, so, you know, we need to raise as much as we can for people suffering with uh, with this terrible disease or cause... Uh, sorry, yeah, terrible disease. 
Christian, can we ask some serious business now? Now you Last and I, one flash because we're on time and time Asked very closely, <laughs> Go Game Seven with the Hawks versus the Sixers last year. We watched Doc Rivers throw Ben oh. under the bus. Can we get him to Golden State? Can you imagine Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, Ben in the middle? Thoughts? Mate, the amount of people that have asked me where he's going because there's a betting market for it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I must very, admit. Very, it's very, very funny. I actually have no idea where he's going. Um, I don't like to... He's not going to the sixes, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't completely rule it out. I wouldn't want to go, I wouldn't want to go back to if I got thrown out of the bus a fair bit. Um, oh, who knows, mate? I actually don't know. I think... Um, and his situation's a tough one because he's been thrown on the bus a little bit. Um, yes. But at the same time, he's sort of contracted the Philly, so it's a, it's a different situation. So, uh, But wherever he goes, I think he's someone that I know that loves to prove people wrong. So I think next year he's going to have a ripper year, but... Yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going on? Well, Christian, thank you for joining us here on SEN. And, and enjoy this because I'm going to say, Christian Petrarca, Melbourne Premiership player and 2021 Norm Smith medalist. Most importantly, being involved with Lucas Peters. Uh, I've just got the record for the point to pinnacle. It is one hour and three minutes, 57 seconds for 21Ks, Christian. A uh, thousand metres of altitude there, so it's going to be. That's uh, why he's backing at the club, I reckon. Pre season for that's held by Benson Lawrence, but mate. We, <laughs> Uh, we, uh, I know all Melbourne supporters are thrilled, uh, even neutral supporters were thrilled that Melbourne won and broke that 57 premiership drought, mate, and you had a massive impact on that, as you are on Lucas Peters' life, mate. So congratulations on that, and thank you for joining us on SEN Hobart, mate. No stress. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me.